if you're hearing this, that means another week of your life has gone by. Oh, God, it's all going so fast. Jeez, hope it's going well. Is it? I don't know. How well could it be going, right? You're listening to this show. You're, like, picking us over over Smartless, over, over True Crime, over WTF with Mark Merritt, over Joe Rogan. And we thank you for that. Please, please, if you're listening, don't leave. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. I shouldn't have brought up those better shows. This is Ann Company, baby. The podcast where we stick different people from different parts of, uh, of life in the same room and get them to chit-chat and kind of see what happens. This week, we got entrepreneur Jenna Wood. We got actor Scott Yamamura. Jenna used to own the Rivoli, the famous club where the Kids in the Hall got started, where Adele has played, Amy Winehouse, um, Mike Myers. It's an amazing venue in Toronto, and that's where we met. And we also have Scott, who by now you know has a nicer voice than me. Yeah, yeah, he's a better actor than me. I get it. But the thing he doesn't have is the SEO for the YouTube. Subscribe to that thing, too. If you're hearing this and you're like, hey, I want to see what these guys look like, search and Company Podcast in YouTube. If nothing pops up, search Ian Fisher Podcast and give us a little subscribe. Scott hates it. He hates it when I ask you guys to do that. But I need you to because... Our YouTube game is really weak, and that is where the cash is, baby. The cold, hard cash. Why do you think we're doing this? For fun? It's not fun, but you know what is fun? The theme song from Gold Complex. I used to be a margarine family. We used to have margarine back in the day. We were margarine. We were a margarine family. Margarine is a hybrid. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it cheaper? Oh, yeah. Is it like? Is it vegan? Some it can be. I don't know about margarine, but there's definitely vegan basil. Do you guys, when you go to the movie theater, do you you when they say, "Do you want butter on that for a buck?" Do you say, "Yeah," or do you pour that like melted plastic stuff in from that little button that you can get for free? I pay. I pay for you pay the buck? Oh, yeah. And I get them to layer it, too. Yeah. they used to do it for he's, free. He's actually they, very... They don't <laughs> layer for free? They don't layer for free anymore. How much no. is layering? I think it's like at least a buck. So no, a buck they, for the they, extra they... butter, then a buck for the layering? This guy's yeah. fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> His family couldn't afford butter, and now he's paying yes, for the layering? you're going to be doing popcorn at the movie theater, you're already paying $10 for <laughs> ten for like dried dried corn. Yeah. You know, so it's like in a in a paper bag. Like you're already getting scammed. Yeah. Why why not get more scammed? Why not make it as? I like as that stuff. That melted plastic stuff. Yeah, I like stuff. it too. Actually. I prefer that. But, like, but yeah. I like I like paying because you think it's better. Oh, you guys right. are just working for big margarine. That's all. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're <laughs> keeping them alive. That's not even margarine though. I don't even think they say that. Oh, they, it's it's like popcorn flavoring. They call it. Yeah. I like the idea of having it like as a uh, as a measure of success. Whether you're. <laughs> a margin movie popcorn or a butter movie that's popcorn. funny yeah or a bring your own snacks in have you got oh, a yeah, with well i've got them with joe yes <laughs> he's like bringing a peanut butter sandwich it's not even like dollar store he was like we went to a movie and i was like we went to barbie and i was like oh i want i want popcorn but we were late he was like i brought popcorn i was like oh your popcorn's gonna he suck. brought popcorn yeah How he brought a pop- he brought a bag of popcorn like a but bag on of like, microwave it's of like, like vegan popcorn it's like dry and he's just hand palming popcorn is what? vegan but oh but like hand popped in a ziploc bag no it was in a, it was like a prepackaged one but it was how did he sneak that in a coat you're allowed to bring snacks now you know no, you are not yeah you are i don't know that's where they make all the money because they split the box office with the studio 
You're allowed to bring snacks out. Oh no, there is no way you're allowed to bring this them on planes. This is a straight up Genifax, right? Here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a straight up Genifax. Are confident lies? Yeah. No, you are. You're allowed to bring snacks. You're allowed to bring snacks in the Rogers Center. You're allowed to bring. No, snacks. you're not. To a Blue Jays game? Yeah. What? Because there's so many dietary restrictions that people have because everybody's so soft now. Can you bring your own like Schneider's hot? Oh, oh, that's your all right take on everybody. Mm. Just snuck that in there. He did at the end, and I. <laughs> By the way, it. everyone's so uh, so woke and so soft. <laughs> yeah. Like Joe, Joe can't get anything at the at the concession. Because he's speaking. Wow. Mm. I've gone with people to the movies that they're like, because I always buy popcorn every single time I have to. It's like a tick almost. Like I have to be eating popcorn and I don't. You just to get that oil if, flavor. If I'm there, like I can't, I'll just be thinking about it. Okay. But I never eat it during the trailers. Like I eat it as soon as that thing starts. I'm like, like an animal, but like I don't touch it during the trailers. But I went with a friend and I was like, you want anything? He was like, no, no, it's okay. And then I obviously bought everything. And then, you know, he asked if he could start having some of my popcorn. <laughs> well, during the movie, that not not a cool move. I actually went, remember when I went to a movie with you and we got like a medium thing of popcorn. You're like, should we get our own? <laughs> and I was like, I don't think we each need it. And we ended up getting our own because it was like, this guy obviously doesn't want to share. Oh, and I probably ate the whole thing. Honestly, I think within like the first five minutes. Yeah. Of the movie. Like me, me too. Yeah. But like, I think that I remember like... We, we just wolfed like, it. Wolfed it and then just cried. And then you just sit there for the rest of the movie going, oh, I feel awful. And then it's the whale, so we're crying. How <laughs> yeah, was your relationship with that person after uh, the movie and they had some of your popcorn? Was it, and was it me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're on the pod now. <laughs> no, uh, it's good. Like, I never brought it up to him. I was never like, hey. Oh, so you were generous. You let them have some of your popcorn even though they... You clearly said I didn't want But I secretly resented it, obviously, and I'm bringing it up now. So I Right. Mean, you thought about it every day. Every single day. I wake up in the morning. <laughs> it was go, 14 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was the premiere of uh, the first Iron Man. Well, that's great, though. I, I didn't realize I get to bring in your own food if this is true. I don't true. think if this, this is, is true. I mean, but... You can. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you believe me? Because that's how they make all their own money. All their money there. And you've been known to tell me lies. And you're a pathological liar. <laughs> because I'm a woman? No, that's different words in our mouth. Well, that's something he would say. But me? <laughs> but behind your back 14 years later on a podcast. Yeah. You just got to wait to find out the truth. Yeah. No, it's true. Did you guys... Wait, now you're checking in your mind to see if it is true. <laughs> what is with you guys closing your eyes and checking the past? How do you see the Are past? Are you both psychics? <laughs> How do I see the past? I just see it. Like right now, I'm thinking about um, 9/11. I can see it hitting the towers. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Twist for this guy. <laughs> I don't know. It was just the first thing that came to have my mind. Trying to remember something from the past. Yeah, I. Well, you know, they they say like if you're if you're thinking of something, you look up into the right. Yes. Into the past. Uh, and if you're making something up, you look up into the left. I think it's the opposite. Yeah, I, I, I made that up, and that's why I was like, I'm still like you're lying. We should have read your eyes. If you're sleepy, what? You just close your eyes. Yeah, and go to bed. Like I'm sleepy right now. Yeah, you're always kind of sleepy though. That's, I, that's like my that. vibe. It's just like in between awake and asleep, because then you know, like that's where you want to be. That's the sweet spot. It gives you like a confidence. People are like that guy's really confident when really you're just like so tired, just about to, just about to crash. <laughs> you get me a nice blanket and some warm leggies. I'm out. Do you find that there's certain settings where you guys are more confident? Like when I've I've broken bones before in the hospital. I'm never funnier than when I'm in the hospital, like with the doctors. I don't know. It's just like I'm so You're crushing with the doctor. It's like my true self. I'm killing it with these guys. I'm clearly on morphine or something. Yeah, yeah. like the laughing gas. But you know what? Like, do you find your 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 best self in certain weird settings ever like that? Like where there's like you said, you're making you know you're tired. Yeah, I mean, 
I've never been more funny when I'm like extremely hungover. I was going to say, mm. when I'm hungover, I'm, I'm a hoot. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm also <laughs> quite mean. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's because you guys are so focused on something else? You're not like thinking of like the self-consciousness of making jokes or something. I think it's because you have no filter. <laughs> right. You're just like, my stomach is so fucking sore. You, uh, but why why would you feel like you're so on in the hospital on your I, deathbed? I don't know. Not on my deathbed. Sorry, That's sorry. been my deathbed. Just no, when you break your arm. When I've broken bones before and I've been in the... Hit us with one hot joke that you may have... I, I, I don't remember the jokes. I just remember very much like being... You, on, you know, that feeling of being on, like when you're in flow state or something. I get that. I actually, I, I recall, because when I, I dislocated my knee and I had to take a uh, uh, ambulance, but I was on laughing gas. And I remember being like, I'm hilarious. But I also remember like these paramedics are hilarious. Thinking that I was hilarious, and like maybe not other people thinking I'm hilarious. Right, which is probably the accurate description of laughing. Yeah, guys, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh, They're all trying to do their job, and you're just like hitting them with a couple hot jokes. Do you guys yeah. see a lot of dead people? Oh my god, I I blew my knee out, and they were putting me in the ambulance. I was like, I I was like young, but I was. Uh, they were putting me in the ambulance, and I was like on the gurney, and my knee was out. And they pushed me in the ambulance, and they smacked my knee, like my knee that was out of its socket, against oh. the door. <laughs> and I was like, luckily, I was on like two canisters of laughing gas, but like it still hurt. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you guys have one job, and like laughing hysterically. I was like with my friend. My friend was like vomiting because she was like couldn't handle it hey, she wasn't like, even hurt she was vomiting from seeing your knee oh yeah she was like so she was so gnarled out but she has like a thing with knees specifically knees yeah not any other injury loves them yeah she, she thinks it's really oh so she screamed like it was like oh <laughs> <laughs> are you good with blood like some people like your friend is is terrible with uh, knees or like some people faint at the sight of blood or like needles needles no i'm, I'm good with blood i crave it no, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, it doesn't really bother me. Uh, what about you? Either of you guys a fainter or like get woozy when you see like when you're getting when you're drawing blood that you see the nurse taking that purple blood out of your arm? I don't get like woozy. I do like a this thing. Yeah. And my blood's also not purple. <laughs> you doing that. Do you do that in scary movies? Yeah. Like cover your eyes? Yeah. I was at a movie theater in Palm Springs once and Alexa and I were the only two people in the movie theater. It's like a matinee. Yeah. And some guy came and sat right beside us. And it was one of those things where you're like, is this person crazy? Like, is this a weird, right. like, because it's an empty theater. Well, where were you seated? Like, in the middle? In the middle, yeah. Like, best seat. The best so, so it was forgivable. But, like, they well, were those. Not uh, right beside you, though. Right beside me. No. Yeah. It was one of those, like, lazy boy-like movie theaters. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the space. Yeah. So, it exactly. It was Alexa and I in one, and he was the chair right next to me. And I thought, I was like. Is, is that a movie you get up and, and well that's the thing and he was one that's of those guys who brings a backpack into a movie theater which i don't love seeing that either i'm sure it's just full of homemade popcorn <laughs> it was true <laughs> but during the trailers and i'm kind of side-eyeing eyeing him being like is this guy gonna this guy touching stab <laughs> me or something weird gonna happen and then i noticed during there was some scary movie trailers happening and he held his fingers and were like covering his eyes in the scary parts all cutely yeah. and immediately i like shifted i was like oh this adorable guy right like he's it was just there was something so innocent about it that it immediately like broke my heart and i was like he's not gonna kill anybody he's this ploy maybe 
Anyways, you lived. You survived the the, the terrifying lived. man with the backpack that sat beside you in the movie. Yeah, all that <laughs> anxiety for life nothing. Is, is, is tough. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. That was a big uh, adversity. The achievement well, uh, stuck with your memory. Yeah, that you was to... your near death experience. It was my very close. It changed me after that, man. <laughs> no, I choose to um, look at the needle when they put it in. <laughs> You're like higher. They, well, they ask you to look away, but like I, I'm gonna. You don't make listen sure to it. Doing, no, I make sure that they're doing a good job, right? You want to make you're sure you're judging. You're not a nurse. Well, I've heard many stories where people are like they put the needle in, they didn't hit the the vein, so they had to pull it out right. again. They like, oh, you got little veins. Would you what know if they did a bad job? Though? I have no idea. But I. <laughs> but you're just eye I, locking I just, them. I just want to make sure that it's going okay, right? And also, you kind of want to desensitize yourself to being like um, to seeing blood. I think and 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 uh, for the inevitable stat. zombie war. Listen, it's inside your body. When it comes out, you got to at least know that that's what's going to happen. Mm. You want to know that that's the color it's going to be, purple apparently. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like that deep purple, like a deep cut. You know, you know what I mean? Or what it's a little purple. I guess you're right, it's sort of purple. It's not the little paper cut blood. Right. It's not well, that's the oxi- oxygen getting yeah. the blood. Yeah. Turns it red. Right. Yeah, it's more bluish though, but yeah. Okay. I all right, <laughs> I mean, purple is a, was wild to say. You don't mean, think it's violent. a little purpley? Yeah, no, no, you're right. It's it's, yeah. it's a dark, deep purple. Have you ever had one of those cuts where, like, I once had a guy drop a knife into my knee? This is not the movie theater guy. Maybe that's why I was right. so scared. Your friend's not going to like this podcast. <laughs> oh, already you're getting woozy? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, the knee friend. Sure knee friend yeah. yeah, this guy, he dropped a knife into my knee. I was in this class, and I was, like, Wait, doing... What, 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 what is the situation? <laughs> it sounds really dumb, but we were basket weaving. It was literally, like, a basket <laughs> weaving arts class. Your, and I was your near death experiences are my favorite. <laughs> One time I went to a movie and a man sat next to me, but he had a backpack. And the other time I was basket weaving. <laughs> like it's been a hard journey to get where I am. So I'm weaving the basket as Obviously. we would. So you're like scraping. We've all got these um, let Letterman's. They're like those Swiss Army knives, but a little bit more intense. Okay. And so we're scraping the cedar to make these baskets, and I just feel a boom. And a knife got dropped into my knee. And what had happened is the cool kid in the class was really good at throwing. Stabbed me. Because <laughs> he hated me. <laughs> the not so cool kid got stabbed. No, the cool kid was like throwing knives into trees and stuff. And yeah. he made knife throwing look really cool. So everyone was trying to like get good at throwing knives. And this one kid thought it'd be funny if while I was really focused basket weaving, he threw the knife and it landed in the dirt beside my knee. But obviously it missed. Why were you outside? <laughs> well, I was outside. You don't weave a basket inside. You gotta get the wood. Look, I'm from British Columbia. It's a different school system. You guys have science. You gotta uh, keep the wood dry though. Like, anyway, that's the... what you take from this story. That we were outside basket weaving. Not that the knife went well, in my knee. What are you sitting on? I just it's... love that. Like all the, the dirt. Everybody's like just throwing knives, but you're really focused on your basket. You guys quit it. I'm trying to basket weave here. Most people at this point were basket weaving. This kid thought this was the opportunity to show off his knife throwing skills. Right. He came by, did a joke. and So it just lands right in my knee. Yeah. And immediately I just see it go in. And it was one of those where you had to take it out. So I grab the knife. I take it out. And I just look up at him. And I just scream, what the fuck? fuck are you doing and it, and it was one of those cuts that doesn't bleed for like the first like 30 seconds right you're just looking at this like deep hole in your knee and then you're like and then you see that purple blood start to come right. from the abyss 
Yeah, it was. What that guy say after you after you just dropped that that knife right into you? Yep, he was like, "Oh, I was trying to throw it in the dirt next to you." That's a classic move. <laughs> like explaining, like I didn't. Oh, I didn't mean to. Doesn't excuse the situation. Yeah. There's a lot of things wrong with that situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was this class? Why does it? Why is just like a bunch of kids have knives and they're allowed to throw I guess, Right. Yeah. It's a very different. <laughs> throwing the, you're an outside kid like where's the yeah. teacher i was doing outside uh, the teacher was hit with a knife so they, they were no uh i don't know yeah i guess it's weird now because now i don't know if you trust could you trust kids or at least not in the u.s you don't trust kids with, with knives kids. Yeah. yeah i mean well, clearly drop it in your i've knee. got a scar on my knee to prove it you're an outside kid i was an outside kid yeah doing all those adventuring yeah it sounds like that that's what they do out west is they have uh forest school forest school because your your nieces and nephew go to forest school yeah they're feral is that what it's called feral feral kids <laughs> but like they go outside like they're outside in their snowsuits all day like they just yeah. drop them outside and they're in the woods and yes. they come they come back just covered in twigs and mud yes and <laughs> and like probably pretty hungry but they send them off with some snacks obviously and a, and a small knife uh, <laughs> did you guys have snow days growing up in you were from alberta mm-hmm. did you have snow days ever where there was so much snow where they canceled the day yeah of course oh my god they just took away from snow days well i never had it did you have it too yeah no we because i'm from the mountains they never had snow day it could snow like 15 feet and you always had to go and i was so jealous of like there was that movie snow day right and reading about snow days because i just wanted Man, the day off ours exactly that we're always in snowsuits all day if our bus driver like freezes to death it's just like all right not one of the you kids gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah, what do you I mean they, they got rid of snow days yeah i just i just saw an article that was like uh that all snow days they've now they're like hybrid now now that you have zoom <laughs> yeah I'm oh just online now right that that's, sucks yeah, it's yeah. rough for those kids because that's like you look forward to those that's you prob- pray for the snow to come well, down or, is, or, yeah i feel like i feel like probably in alberta and in bc like a snow day like it has to be snowy for a snow day like here when it snows a little bit everybody like loses their mm-hmm. minds but like we would only have a couple but it would be good because everybody would get excited because yeah like it's not too snowy to go out it's just right. no exactly optimal. it's just well, it's, it's, yeah it's optimal for, for you you get to go tobogganing you get to throw snowballs you know the whole snow day movie you get to do that that's all i want to do make a snowman yeah yeah because yeah. all the kids time. are outside because the parents aren't home they're at work so you're forced exactly. to go outside i don't know if they'd they let that happen these days but yeah that was um no you're just like stuck inside on zoom stuck, oh, yeah oh my gosh because like education's really important <laughs> yeah that's where you learned a basket with you <laughs> Those kids would have missed out on so did many. Did you go? Like, did you go to forest school? Uh, we didn't call it that. But like, yeah, were you yeah. outside all the time? Yeah, for grade eleven, eleventh grade, for you Americans listening, uh, <laughs> we um we were outside for the first six months. We were like doing a. Wait, back- you, you couldn't come in for, for six months. No, you really? could. Your school was in like a a park, and we did like it was really cool. We did like heli skiing, like kayaking. Um, we went on this. Caught, I was caught. gonna say you're all, you were homeless. But it's <laughs> it was just being homeless. Dumpster diving. Yeah. We got to take cans in for money. You went heli skiing for school? Yeah, we got to go heli skiing. It was really cool. It was a, a really intense outdoors program. Um, you know, I thought I wanted to do that. I didn't think I wanted to do comedy or you know do entertainment. I thought I was gonna be a you know maybe some kind skier? of a guide of some sort. Oh yeah, that's that's number one job, isn't that over there? Is Ski like... dreams. There's a lot of like pro skier dreams of being like, I'll be all X Games, things like that. Because a couple oh, guys yeah. made it from my town, right? But uh, a, a couple of other guys like me, 
broke their collarbones instead. Oh, and you never did it again. I was never good enough. Like it was right. never good enough. I was it, good at breaking bones. Honestly, it's, that's the one of the best parts of life is is when you realize you'll never be good enough to do something, and then you can just do it for fun. So, like, when we talk about it, I, you're a kid, you love basketball, you play basketball outside, you're shooting the hoops, and you're like, come on someone's gonna see me playing they're gonna be like hey man come on yes you got you got something kid you think you the got... nba scout is driving by your yeah. suburbs being like oh this and this, and this five foot two kid yeah he's six years old you don't know any better yeah you're playing out in the suburbs they're like ah, why not um but then you go and play actual games with people or or do anything and you realize oh you are not good and you'll never be that good uh and so you can just let it all go you know you're free you, you let that dream die so quickly <laughs> And you're like, you know what? I'll maybe at best I'll be revered in an intramural. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say maybe at best I could write about this, like I could yeah, be a sports I, reporter. No, no, no. At best, uh, at 50 years old, I will still maybe be able to hit a hit a jump shot. I remember I went to uh, at my school, Dvashek Pospisil. Do you guys know who that is? He's one of Canada's best young tennis players. Jenna's super excited about this. <laughs> but he 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 grew up. He's from Vernon. He's from the same town as me. And I remember in grade three, he said to me, uh, he grabbed my racket and he's like, this is a piece of shit. And we were, so we're eight years old in grade three. And he was like, he was just like. It doesn't seem like you were well liked. <laughs> <laughs> then he stabbed me. <laughs> I don't know if I was, but I never forgot it because I like tennis. But I remember thinking even at eight years old, I'm like, wow, I'll never play as many games as, as tennis as Vashak. Like I'll never be as good as him because his dad and his brothers, he was there playing against the wall right. hours and they had a ball machine every day after. Yeah, like and we're eight. And already thinking, I'm like, I'll never have a 10,000 hours like Vashak. Jenna, what, is, what have you given up on? When did you realize you'd never be a success at a thing? <laughs> <laughs> this is deep. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's it. You still think you still got it. You yeah. still think you got, you got <laughs> no, the dreams. I'm, like, I'm still waiting for my You've never had day. any dreams die? No, all my dreams come true. Wow. I just set my expectations very low. <laughs> I dreamed to have a coffee today. Because <laughs> right, um, you played soccer. Yeah, and so you're still and hoping. I still do. Yeah, you still do. So you're still hoping that you're going to be recruited off of the intramural <laughs> women's team. Well, Christine Sinclair, <coughs> she retired, so maybe now's your shot to be captain of Team Canada. Lincoln, <laughs> you guys need an eleven. <laughs> um, no, I don't think I ever really like thought. I, I was never like that good at soccer. Also, I like busted all my legs. Yeah, it sounded like all of my legs. All of your legs. Yeah, it dislocated both my knees. And, Playing like, soccer. Smashed my head. Uh, my knees, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, wow. were, you were hit by a car, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Nobody so... really wants to talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, no, I don't care. What happened with that? Um, okay, like, hit by a car is generous, but I, uh, I cracked my head. I... Did I, I was going to say dislocated my skull. That's like not a thing. I don't know. It sounds worse. And they both sound very bad. Um, no, I, I just like I, I got a hairline fracture right here, which is like the thickest part of your skull. I lost my sense of smell for a year and a half. Whoa. Yeah. People used to fart in front of me all the time. Just a test. It was like, hey, Jenna, anything? Yeah. Because it was like high school and everybody thought that was hilarious. Wow. Did you sound like you were well liked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this what we find out we're all losers? Yummy. Were you? No, no, I was farting in, or <laughs> in my nose. Were throwing knees in here? Nobody's farting in your nose. No, no. Did you get pink eye from that? I, mean, I didn't fart. say they were farting in my nose. <laughs> yeah, imagine I mean... she was like, it's weird since I cracked my skull, my eyes are pink all the time. <laughs> I... 
No, they like just like in my vicinity. Right, but that's it. That's all that. Uh, no, no other brain damage. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> because you think you can control the world with your mind. No, oh, but I can't. <laughs> Do you think that's maybe <laughs> a delusion, or is that related to being hit by the car? The, like getting hit by the car gave me superpowers. I think. Well, oh, maybe that's a cool way of looking. I was gonna say made you an idiot. <laughs> um, where I can I can predict or I can change tiny tasks but like you actually the... well you can you you you've uh i've seen experienced her. it firsthand i've seen her do it we had a hot tub that was broken at this place we were staying in and it was it was weird because it sounds like really bougie but like the hot tub was supposed to overflow to this outside of like heli school <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess we've really set the bar yeah anyway so, uh, yeah, so relatable <laughs> really relatable but it was an infinity hot tub so the water was supposed to leak over and go into the pool it was yeah. one of the two of the water features right <laughs> and you're bummed because you can have the water features well, like you're there only 50 percent of the water features working ew what a ripoff <laughs> right so Jenna... And you couldn't fix it this whole time. Couldn't fix it. I tried for like three or four days trying to fix it. And thing. you're reasonably smart. I'm... I, I'm he went I, to forest school. So... <laughs> yeah, at least I'm a guy who tries very hard. To yeah. And read make, instructions. You can make a basket for sure. <laughs> but not an NBA basket, we learned. No. Not a basketball. No, not a basketball. But a basket. But I can of, make a of, basket. Yeah. Um, and Jenna literally goes out there, stares at it. And I watched... Like, I wish we'd filmed it because it sounds like a lie or crazy. And she does this with her hands like she's Moses. Yeah. And it turned on and started overflowing. And I stared at her and I was like, you are God. It's true. I you... used all my powers for that. That's how easy it is. That's maybe what Charles Manson did. Immediately, I was like a disciple. I was like, I believe. Oh, it's so funny. We I used to have this joke with a friend of mine that like, you have like a quota of luck in your life. Like you have like an allocated amount of luck in your life. And then if you use it up, then you're like not lucky anymore. I like that. Yeah. So it's like we we used to talk about that. But then one time we went to the, uh, it was like the 100th Grey Cup. And it was in, it was in Toronto. It was Toronto versus Calgary. And randomly, like my uncle in Calgary got me tickets. And I went with this guy that I was seeing. And then my friend, this is Deanna, she was like, she wanted to go. And so she ended up getting the guy that she was seeing to like somehow get her tickets. And he got them through somebody at work in like Brampton, whatever. And so we like met beforehand and we like hung out and then we're like, okay, we'll meet after. We'll go watch the game and then we'll meet after. And so we went to go pick up our tickets. And then when we went to go sit down, we're at the, we're at the Rogers Center, right? So it's like, we're like... 52,000 people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we were somehow sat beside each other whoa like same row there was actually two seats in between us but those people didn't show up wow and it was like it was Deanna and her boyfriend and then me and the guy that I was seeing and we were like what the hell and then we were so angry because we're like did we waste our luck on this and then leaving the Roger Center you got hit <laughs> by that car we're like this does not this does not make our life better in any way like well I would rather if it's a one in 52,000 chance yeah rather like, win the 50 50 or the lottery yeah, or something exactly do you think you have used your luck since or do you consider yourself a pretty lucky person um or was that towards it the best that was the pinnacle <laughs> that, that was it no I think I'm probably a pretty lucky person I think that it regenerates if that's true, Yami, if you're only given a certain amount of luck in your life, do you think you've used up all your luck or is it luck to come? No, no. I think it's luck to come. I think like bad things happen to you and that ups your luck quotient. Oh, it's like a karmic. Yeah. It's like if you get hit by a car, you get a couple extra luck points going on. 
Um, if you, you got fix that, I wasted up. my my getting hit by a car luck points. Yeah, on <laughs> sitting next to Deanna a friend at the Grey Cup. You don't get to choose. They're not even the Super Bowl. In. I know it's like the CFL. Nobody even wants to. I like to think of myself as pretty lucky and have. Uh, uh, plenty of luck. Points. Is that a manifestation thing? Like you're you're trying to will yourself to be lucky? Well, they they say that uh, if you think of yourself as lucky, then you will be lucky. Yeah. yeah. So I like to think of myself as lucky. I like. Uh, that. What does that mean? I don't know. Who cares? But I just think I'm going to win everything I do. Like I play roulette, put a hundred dollars down on black, lose. <laughs> well, I, guess I guess they want two hundred. I guess, I guess that hundred bucks was bad luck. Right. Yeah. You didn't want. That. Yeah. It wasn't you. Didn't want. That. Yeah. You would have no. spent that on cigarettes or something. Exactly. Had to get rid of it. Because yeah, we've done something bad with <laughs> evil money. I used to think that like you only give in in a similar vein so many conversations in your life, and if you work a job like a server or a bartender, you go through those conversations too quickly. Like maybe a human being is only supposed to have ten thousand conversations with somebody, like th- with everybody. Maybe a human being is only supposed to have ten thousand conversations in their entire lives. But when you work a service job like that, you know you're using those conversation quotas too quickly. That that's why you see someone who's like a bartender for like. <laughs> Seven years and maybe they're a bit of an asshole. This just seems like Did justification you... of being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and like, just, he's, oh, I love the idea of you working a service job and like explaining to your boss. Hey, I'm <laughs> not an asshole. I've just had too many like, conversations. No, I just got to save my conversations. <laughs> I get a little one a day. Yeah, that's why you should nod more, yeah. you know. Say less. Say more. less. Yeah. So well, that's like a weird thing to think of. Like, then you would ever run out of conversations. Don't you think, though, like that you get more no. bitter over time? Like, you meet an 80 year old guy. He doesn't care. He's kind of like curmudgeon. Yeah. But like the conversation doesn't t- cost you anything. Ask that. Tell that to my grandfather. <laughs> but also, most of the time as a server, you're not supposed to be talking. You're taking the orders. Maybe that was your problem. That's why you're bad in the first no, place. No, but as a bartender, you're like supposed to talk. Right, yeah. Someone's like, ah. I believe that you're My daughter to cracked her skull today. Any advice? <laughs> and you're like, go home, Brian, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's like, that's like the, I feel like we've talked about this before. The The hangover theory too, that it's like, you're only allocated a certain amount of fun. And when you get drunk, you steal fun from the next yes, day. The f- so that's yes. why you're hungover. I think the first person I heard say it was the comedian Pete Holmes. And I love it. It's like you spent. Oh, is that t- like a thing that somebody I, says? I, that's where I heard it. But it's brilliant. It's like when you're hungover because you spent today's fun already. Oh, yeah. Maybe I heard it from you who heard it. From I you. love it. It's because yeah. it's exactly that. And sometimes like I get really, really bad hangovers too. So I'm always like, oh, it wasn't worth it. That was the 3 a.m. fun I spent. Right. You only get so many fun points. You guys are, you said you're hilarious when you're hungover. That's not me. I'm not hilarious. I'm. But mean. Right. Hilarious, yeah, but yeah. mean. I should, you should <laughs> preface it with that and quite mean. Right. And you guys are kind of mean at the best of times, too. So. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Did you guys see that um, this agent, this, this agent, son of a famous agent, killed his whole family this week? This is quite the uh, segue. But I was just Speaking reading about it mean. all the way here. <laughs> No, but like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he cut up their bodies. I know you like true crime. That's why I wanted to bring this up. Sure. Uh, he cut up their bodies. Your warning. Okay. And just like drove, he drove to a normal dumpster in like the broad day and just threw the body parts in. And then he hired these two laborers to help him haul the bodies out of the house. Yeah. And immediately they were like, what's in here? And he was like, oh, it's just rocks. Right. And they were like feeling the bags and they're clearly squishy. Right. And then they drove a block, opened the bag, saw like a body part, like a belly button, turned around, went through the bags back on the guy's property and yeah. called the police and then gave the money back because I think they didn't want anything to do with it. Right. But like this is like 
the dumbest plan. Like, what would he think would happen? I mean, I think he thought he would get get away with it. I guess, but like broad daylight. I don't know. You listen to a I, lot of like that. Though. What's funny about that is that the the audacity or the bouginess to be able to, like, I can't carry this fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get some laborers and you know, swing by the old Home Depot, see if I can grab a few people to. <laughs> <laughs> to take that's clearly out. what it was too. yeah, You're yeah. Right. i love the it was in a privilege from this guy he <laughs> drove a tesla there's the cctv camera of him opening up his well, tesla i don't want to get blood in this tesla. Well, understandably right. so you got a pick tr- pickup truck you can just come on over <laughs> yeah. the rocks the uh, rocks are squishy don't worry ride. about it oh yeah. why did he do that why do you have rocks in your house why does dark? anybody do anything you know yeah. he obviously didn't like his folks his wife and her folks his wife and her folks. Like, Wait, I sister-in-law thought it was a kid uh, of the agent. His no, uh, famous agent, old George Clooney's agent, Dolly Parton's current agent. Oh, Whoa. like the the agent has nothing to do. It's with It's his it. son. That's why I ended up in the. News. It was like his famous Hollywood family. agent's son kills his whole family essentially. It, oh, his oh his whole family and poorly executes well, the uh, yeah right. That agent has good PR. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it because immediately it's like it's not me, it's my yeah. son. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you get stuck with duds, you know. Yeah, and you find out later <laughs> that they were real bad duds. When you're reading TMZ, like, and you go, "Holy shit, that's my son!" Yeah, it's gonna be tough though, right? You know, you don't want to sympathize with the the killer, but the killer's parents would be like, "We put so much work into this kid, and he turned out to be a real pile of garbage." Right? We yeah. bought him a Tesla. Bought him a Tesla. Yeah. Gave you the best schools. Took you to outdoor school. You're you're <laughs> you're doing heli skiing. You're weaving baskets. You know, you're surviving the other kids with knives. Little did he know, you know. And clearly he didn't learn too much in outdoor school because no. he was very bad at disposing of this thing. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get a dud. Maybe right. that was the problem. Maybe he went to inside school. Right. Yeah. Outside school, he would have gone in a helicopter. At least leave the, the LA County area before throwing out the you know bags yeah. of human body parts into the dumpster. A homeless guy found it. Homeless guy found it. Found I thought the, you said that they... I thought you said it was on their lawn. No, this guy's plan was so bad. Like the, the one on the lawn, the laborers immediately identified that as sketchy and obviously a body and they called the police and then a homeless guy found it where he put like i guess he went to a couple dumpsters too like oh, he got hum- caught 15 times oh yeah like this weekend for this person was just like oh yeah i got caught red-handed 17 times right rough rough time do you like true crime i, I don't uh... i don't really i don't really seek it out yeah no not necessarily you're into it though you listen to that shit while you're jogging right yeah but yeah, a lot of women like true crime. Though. Oh yeah, it's, women love true. And you tell little... what's the deal with true crime? Is it a bit of it's a bit of a kink? It's a bit of a. <laughs> no, I don't. I honestly don't know. I've thought about this. I've thought about this in great detail. I feel like it's like it's like to, to be prepared for every scenario. Oh, like you're learning. Yeah. From the story. Oh, I see. You're it... like, what are the tricks in the the that that guys use to to lure women away? Like the the Ted Bundy moves, or you know, it's like when why women read the game that pickup. Artists, mm-hmm. well, they read it so that they know what guys are doing when they they're in the club yeah, nagging so for you. defense. So yeah. you're more reading like these, listening to true crime for defense more than planning your own murders. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I'm really planning my own murder so yeah. much. But yeah, that's good. But uh, you do learn what not to do, right? I suppose. Yeah. Well, what were the top things not labors. to do? Uh, like have a plan of disposing the body, probably. Like write that out. Oh, have a plan. <laughs> like it yeah. sounds like this guy did not have a plan. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it sounds then maybe it wasn't premeditated. Or just a crime of passion where you kill three but, like, people. I feel like a crime of passion, and then you like cut them up. Like you could, you could clearly come up with a better 
Yeah, he did cut them up, which is kind of messed well, up. Well, the cutting up portion is like, that's the plan now. Also, Ooh, do you have oops, any idea how hard it would be to cut up a body? Like, cut through bone? That's hard. Well, you don't cut through bone. You find the joint. It's like butchering. Why do you guys know this? <laughs> yeah, you know too much. Well, you cut. You, you ever fillet a chicken, right? You go find for the joints. and the You're not going to fillet a human. <laughs> if you just you're watching three... Gordon Ramsay videos on YouTube <laughs> as you're doing this, how do you prepare to keep, prepare my wife? Well, you don't. Yeah. That's you don't put that in the search yeah. engine. I don't even think I. I don't think I have sharp enough knives. Well, then I, I guess that's my first Yeah, you'd sharpen them before that. Okay, so a few things that you don't do. What would you don't do, don't do as a as a woman to not get killed? Yeah, I like this better than what would you do as a serial killer. No, no, I, I, who wants to be a serial yeah. killer? <laughs> not any of us. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to find defense against serial killer, but now you're trying to find my defense against your weakness. Serial killer. Is looking yeah, for like, weak what points. do you <laughs> know? What are they? What are they yeah. teaching you out there to stay away from yeah. white vans? How? Stay away from white vans. Yeah, definitely white vans. Any guy that's. Uh, I don't know, like a little off. It sits next to you at a movie theater with a backpack. That's for right. sure, you get up and backpacks are very dangerous. Yeah. Also, children with knives. Children with knives. <laughs> so you don't have any defenses. You don't know any. You haven't picked up anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like true crime more, more than like the massacres and stuff. I like the like I like the con ones. Right. Scam. Yeah. More yeah, than like murder. Because like... yeah, true crime doesn't have to be murder only. It can be just like no, like cons. A, like like a like a heist. Like a yeah. Yeah, or like a um yeah, like a con, like a. You just said that. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to think of the word that I'm looking for. Or like something gone wrong, where someone tried to like. Steal that one, money. I must say though, like I I listened to a podcast called The Opportunist, and it was just about like people conning people in like different ways. It was like the like Tinder swindler and like things like that, like right. of people conning people. And that one, I'm going to be honest, I was like, oh. some, of them, <laughs> some of them, I was like, pretty good idea. Not a bad plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like a good scam then. I do like a good Have scam. Have you been scammed recently? I don't think so. Because you listen to the podcast. <laughs> it comes up a lot on our show where we, we like to find out if a guest has been scammed. In a... Yeah. Well, it turns out a lot have. Yeah. My, 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 my father was very close to getting scammed. He's um This week? No, not this week, but uh, it was a little, little while back. He got an email saying that uh, he was the lucky inheritance uh, winner of, of a person abroad. All you need no. to do is is uh, call these people and figure it out, right? And um, and he <laughs> he was like, uh, guys, I got this email, and we told him. Turns is, out we're rich. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna give him a give him a contact. I'm gonna give him a little bit of a call. I'm oh. like, no, Dad. This is a scam. Oh it's purely gosh. a scam. He's like, ah, you don't know. Like, you never know. Sometimes maybe it could be me. All they you want know? is my banking info and social yeah, security. So he ended up calling them. No. Yeah, he called them and he was just like, hey, so what's what's going on here? What's a, uh, um, you know, and then they were like, obviously, you got to give us your social insurance number or all this type of stuff. Yes. And luckily, he doesn't know any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> my mom takes care of it, and she wouldn't give it to him. So he asked her. He was like, "Hey, honey." Yeah, 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 yeah. And, he, and she's like, "I'm not giving you that information." He's like, "We could be millionaires." What are you talking about? Oh my god! Was he not put off? Like, did the accent? There was nothing sketchy about it. Like, he was like, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Right? He's, he's so optimistic. He's, he's not. He's not judgmental. No, at all. no, no. He's he's like, hey, listen, we could do this. You guys aren't gonna get any of this money if I get this money back. Oh my god! Right? He was like greedy about yeah. it. He's like, okay. And, the, and everyone's like, yeah, this is crazy this that's is that's your so dad working so i pick it up the phone at night from the scammer be like she's asleep i know i'm working on it i don't know where she puts it oh 
that's your dad's so mistress funny. was a scammer. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wanted that money. How long know? did he try for before? He uh, gave yeah, up? like like a month. Like a, a month? month. Yeah, he was trying to get that social insurance number and that <laughs> bank number for my mom, and she's just like, I'm not. <laughs> He's like, they're, they're telling me they're not gonna call back. And, uh, they're not gonna this is our last chance this, uh, yeah it's a hundred million dollars like talking but like look i'm working on my wife okay, i'm working it. i'm working <laughs> but luckily how much was it for a million dollars yeah one million too yeah. i mean not that that's not a lot of money but yeah. like 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 the risk it's not like it's 50 million or like yeah it was a nigerian print scam for sure yeah oh my yeah god. Oh anyways my gosh so he's still upset about that to this day he still thinks he could have been a millionaire that's so funny <laughs> when was this Oh, like three years ago, three years ago oh, or so. He could have bought a small apartment in Toronto with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Wow. Uh, th- and then you get on the list, right? You uh, get on the, the list. The sucker like, list. The sucker list. So he started getting more of them. He's like, that's my lucky day. <laughs> Not only my Nigerian prince. <laughs> yeah, somebody from Minnesota, a lawyer is actually trying to clear some money for a per- client that needs to come up uh, to Canada. And, and, and we just reached out to you because they figured that you'd be interested. The, how did they justify it? Just like, how did they end up with your dad? Oh, I mean, they don't, they don't, it's like, it's like you, you're fishing, right? You put <laughs> but as many no, lines But your dad wasn't like, hey, how did you find me? No, no, no. Like, no, you're no. calling a realtor, you those need are, to hold the those money? Those questions he doesn't ask, he's like, yeah, obviously, they're coming to me. I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm the guy. Oh my God, <laughs> that's the guy. so funny. My mom called me recently because she's like, hey, I need, do I need to call Microsoft? Because I've got a huge thing on my computer saying I need to call Microsoft to fix it. And I'm like, right. ma, you have a Mac. Like, this is a scam. <laughs> You never need to call Microsoft. And I'm, you got to be worried about that time when you don't see the scam anymore, right? Because that's how you know you're right. getting old is when you don't realize you're getting scammed or about to be scammed. Yeah. Right? Because like, someone bats the social security card out of your hand. <laughs> yeah. Because you get those Norton antivirus things that right. pop up all the time. I'm just like, look, I don't know if it's a scam or not. I'm going to get a virus. <laughs> sure. But that's, I just don't want to be scammed. Yeah. I just yeah. don't want to be scammed here. I like I uh, was on the phone with the government when I had to I had to call CRA and I was in Mexico a couple of weeks ago and I had she wrote me an email and she's like hey call back this number mm. and I called back and like I called them and it was an email from them but like they were responding to something so I called them and she was like okay like we just need to like verify your identity it's like first and last name and I was like Jenna Wood blah blah blah. And then she was like, okay, can you give me uh, your social insurance number? And I was in Mexico at the time, but like I had called her and I was like, oh, I don't know if I feel comfortable Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. that. And she was like, oh, no, absolutely. Like, I totally understand. I'm like, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm in Mexico. I like, I don't like, not not that that has anything. I, I just like, I didn't know. And I was like, and she was like, yeah, but like, I wrote the email, like you did call me. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, we need to verify your identity. Like, I totally understand. Here's like, this is how you do it. She's like, you, if you call the call center, this is my name. This is my, um, my Extension. employee number. And she was like, verify my identity. Oops. And she's like, do this and that. And the other thing gave me like eight steps. She's like, I'd give you the number. And she's like, but that's going to defeat the purpose. So you can go on the CRA website. You can find the number for the call center. You can call, you can verify my identity. And then she's like, and then give me a call back. I was like, you know, Peggy, we're good. <laughs> wow, even that, you were like... I'm like, my social insurance number is. <laughs> it was and just I, too many steps. I, yeah, and wow. she was like, she gave me all these steps, and she's like, okay. And then she was like, give me... And then, so I gave it to her, and then she's like, give me your full address, and I gave it to her. And like, everything I gave to her at that point, because I was just like, 
whatever. And then she was like, I promise that this is real. And at the end of the conversation, I was like, honestly, Peggy, I was like, if this is a scam, you really killed it. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't a scam. Wow. But it was so funny. She gave me all these steps. I was like, oh, I cannot be bothered. <laughs> oh your laziness uh, won out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be like your dad. <laughs> honestly, we're all going to get there at some point. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to know. Because with AI, right, they have they can fake your voice now. Yeah, with clips of your voice, and they can make deep fakes. Oh my god! But your dad would know. We had a conversation with your dad once about this, about about AI. You think and he like, would know? Yeah. Hello, it is me, your son Scott Yamamura. <laughs> he, he doesn't even know when he's getting scammed. I wish that I wish that I had this information of him getting scammed when we had the conversation. When he was I so confident. Having the conversation, he's like, "Well, I would know. I would know if it's a robot. It sounds like a robot." And then you're like, no, but like it, it no, doesn't. It doesn't at like all. It, they take your voice. And he's like, well, I would know. <laughs> it's just like, I would know. Just, doesn't yeah. know his on social, but he can. Yeah. That's the problem when you think you're smarter than the, the. They spend their whole time trying to think of scams to get you. Yeah. Right. So like you're not putting that time. You're putting that time just trying to live and exist. They're trying to figure out how to how to scam you. Do you know the one where they they call you if you're on a trip? Like they, you'd say you were just in Mexico. They would know you're in Mexico and they'd call like your grandmother or whatever and be like, or it, it's I think it used to be an email scam, but maybe now it's AI. And it was like, hey, it's Jenna. I'm really embarrassed. I don't want to tell mom and dad, but I lost some money while I was in Mexico and I lost my passport. Can you send me a thousand dollars just to get me home? And uh, and people like send it. Obviously, the grandmother's trying to be good grandparents. Right. And then and then the other thing is like, please don't bring this up next time we see each other so like they don't even know that they oh. it's really dirty and really really mean hit them with pretty the shame good. oh my god <laughs> pretty good pretty, pretty good, good. Scam. pretty good scam i go to reddit slash scam bait a lot and i fall in love with just reading and it's just text messages and it's it's always oh those are fun where they're they get really the fun yeah where they people know it's a scam and they mess yeah. with them yeah yeah speaking of scams what would you say is your fad favorite fad diet that you've been on because you've done a lot right you were vegetarian you were vegan mm. you're paleo mm. for a bit yeah i chicken guess i vegan. have i was chicken vegan i was chicken. cv i yeah. started that movement didn't take on as much as i would have thought no <laughs> animal products except for chicken yeah. annoyed everybody 100 <laughs> percent of cv you people. had to explain to everybody you told well, it to because people couldn't handle it they couldn't it's handle very that simple diet no <laughs> animal byproducts except for delicious chicken right no eggs unless that egg grows up to be a chicken you can eat then it. you can eat that yeah because it's pure protein, baby, that chicken breast. Which one have you gotten the most results from? I got really good results from fasting. I was fasting 20 hours Anorexia. a day. Anorexia. But I also lost uh, a fair bit of muscle mass on it pretty quickly. Yeah. And in hindsight, like Peter Atia, one of the guys who kind of made fasting, fasting. Yeah, he was, he was hot on it. Has actually since kind of denounced it in a lot of ways, saying that unless you're really obese, the risks don't weigh the rewards for like losing muscle mass, essentially. Right. And I know, you know, some people are going to be mad hearing that, but essentially that, that was my experience as well. And the tried and true method, calorie counting, that always works. Like no, people don't like to do it because it's annoying. That works. You eat less calories, then you burn. Yeah. It's less fun. It's less fun. That is less extreme. It's, yeah. you know, not exciting. That thing works. And that's, you know, that that's been a really effective. Okay. What about you? You guys go on some crazy fitness stuff. Yeah. No, same thing with me. So, uh, so when was that? When, when, so that was in March this year. That, March you, this year, I fasted like that for a month. You're the best body of your life. You, that lost me the first 10 pounds. Yeah. And then the other like 14 pounds I did through calorie restriction. Right. Through just like that. And and honestly, I felt better. I don't know. I felt fine doing it. It just, I wasn't losing muscle mass the same way. Right. Yeah. But it worked. I mean, it was effective. Yeah. I was also doing it wrong. I was, I was doing cardio 
you should do cardio, I guess, halfway through your fast. I was doing it at the very end of the fast, and by then your body is so starved that it like that's when it starts to eat the muscle, I guess. Right. If you do it halfway through, it's still eating the fat. So I did it wrong. I didn't really do enough research, but I just kind of went big on it. Yeah. Yeah, no, for me... I, so I scammed away the fat. Absolutely. Starving starving, starving works yourself. every time. Yeah, starving is the move. <laughs> it's not the move. We oh, do not, my no. gosh. Is it ever the move? No, not the move. Yeah, Eating disorders are dangerous. Yeah, of course they're dangerous, but if you do them right... You can have great abs. You can have great I mean, abs. If you, got, if you teeter on the line of like starvation and yeah. anorexia, ooh, you can have a sweet body. Well, and that's the problem with it is like... You, as soon as you start losing that weight and like you're starving yourself and people are like, yo, you're looking great. That just Right, gives it you feeds more. the demons. Yeah, it gives you, oh, this is working. We're having a great time. It gives right? you body. Well, we have a friend who calls us the body dysmorphia crew. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we the friend? You're the friend. Wait, is it talking about BDCC? Yeah. It was it self-named? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, good, good. Well, body he just refers it to us now and I'm always like, oh, that's me. <laughs> it's good to know <laughs> it's a self-champion. I can't. I can't fast. I'm too. I'm too hungry. Well, you get pretty angry. <laughs> if you're a hangry you person, it's not a good idea at all. Like I feel like I can do it, but I feel like for the greater good <laughs> of the people around me, yeah, you're like I Superman. Shouldn't do it. Yeah. But I also heard that like for women, you're not supposed to do it. You're like a, depending on your cycle, you're oh, not supposed right. to do it. Like the TikTok. Yeah, from Doctor Doctor TikTok. TikTok. Doctor TikTok diagnosed you. Yeah, I don't remember actually the specifics. So I think it was at the beginning when uh, the week before. Week before, no. You know, your period not supposed to because the progesterone yeah. requires you to have a lot of sugar in your in your body to be created. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you gotta eat chocolate. Yeah, gotta eat chocolate. Gotta have that chocolate chocolate. Only diet. Gotta have the sugies. Sounds a lot more fun than the anorexic diet. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What about you, Yams? You ever got scammed on a on a diet? Oh, I've been scammed so many times. <laughs> I um I remember I was 12 years old and I we used to watch infomercials uh, as a family and there was the ab crunchers. <laughs> That's all it's you guys could basket weaving. No. but <laughs> they couldn't afford margarine or they could only afford margarine no butter. But only the infomercial channel. This is a rags to riches. No wonder your dad wanted that million bucks from that yeah. scam so bad. Yeah, that butter money. The... That's <laughs> we don't have to eat margarine anymore. This is was the first time we we were scammed. Right, uh, the infomercial was for the ab cruncher. Oh, yeah. It was a oh, machine. Yeah, that... The ab cruncher. You were scammed. <laughs> <laughs> you hold the thing against your stomach. And really, all it is is just you doing a sit up while pulling, pushing this thing into your stomach at the same time and it had it compressed. And like. But they make it seem like it's automatic? Yeah, they made it seem like, yeah, because you're seeing pictures of abs and you're like, everybody wants abs. And you're just eating burritos, watching the infomercials, yeah. getting a six pack? Yeah, well, yeah, whatever it was. But like, they made it seem like it was simple. It was three easy payments of $9.99 or $19.99, which is far too much for that thing at the time. <laughs> and and so we bought it because we were like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it as a family. I don't know. Everybody, sure. the eight year old's going to get abs? Yeah, yeah. I was going to do it. But my family are weird uh, health freaks. Um, and, uh, so, so we bought this thing and then just sat around on the couch Well, we tried it out, but it didn't work. It didn't give us any abs. You gave one try each and you're like, well, abs? yeah, it was a thing. We all tried it, but it's dumb. It was dumb yeah. as hell. That was the first of a long line of getting scammed. I feel like we had like every, maybe my mom got scammed a lot. Cause I feel like we didn't have the that. The thigh master was a good one for women that they got scammed on. Oh, is that I the know, one that goes the like this? The thigh master works. This oh, yeah? thing? Like that's legit. Suzanne Summer. Suzanne Summers. R.I.P. Oh no. Do you know this is in Somerset? No. She died like a month ago. Oh, really? So is that? Oh, I thought. Like, yeah, like very recently. Oh, that's their three's company. Down to two. I'm going to be honest with you. John Ritter's also dead. Sorry. Down <laughs> to one. Down to one. Who's that's a, pitch that as a spinoff show. 
One, one's not D- company. Down to one. Oh, one's lonely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, You don't know who Sam Summers is? Is that what you were just about to say? No. You said, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was going to say, I don't know who that is. But I'm sad she's dead for your guys' loss. Really? Yeah. She was like um, um uh, an idol, an uh, icon, uh, a yeah, uh, babe like... of the uh, babe of the early '90s to uh, uh, late late '80s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you still don't know? Okay. Anyway. Still don't know. The you thigh master sounds like she had a master. good life. I've heard of the thigh master. Yeah. Well, she was a spokesperson for it, kind of like how George Foreman was the spokesperson the for grill. George Foreman Grill. I bought one of those. So did I. Grilled so burritos, I. like yeah. They're great. That's not a scam. No, that's that's not a, a good scam. product. Not a scam. Not a scam. That's that's like a... that was the panini before the panini was hot. Yes, it was. Lean mean grilling machine. That's right. That's a that was like the the like ideal university setup everybody had everybody had a george Foreman. that's where i first saw my friend had it i'm like this is the best thing in the world easy clean you just give it the wipe right and and barely do that barely you could just eat it up trap was so gross you just have that trap sitting for days (laughs) right 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 everybody i think i still have one somewhere like in a drawer in my house you just pack that thing with ground beef and then put it down on oh i've never done that i've never done i only needed sandwich (laughs) 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 that's disgusting dude what was your go-to meal in, in in university? I I I was a big like pizza pocket or uh, mini pizzas guy. Like, like those the one Pillsburg, that you made yourself. You made you a heat them up in the microwave. Oh, yeah. oh, I love that. I would make a bolognese spaghetti and then put a it. Bolognese, Gordon Ramsay in the house. Well, spaghetti was so cheap and easy to make, right? It's a little little whatever it is in spaghetti. A little braised duck with a jus de. Right, right, right. This is before you could figure out what uh, what goes in spaghetti. For YouTube. Yeah. And then you, I'd make a sandwich, so uh, slice a of spaghetti bread. sandwich. A spaghetti sandwich. Oh, I hate this now. Oh man, so good. <laughs> Butter it up. Put that spaghetti inside the bread. Is bread on bread on bread? Oh, that's how you gain that first fifteen pounds. He's and, having this today. He's, he's I wish it. I could. I can't eat like that anymore. No spaghetti sandwich. I can't remember what I ate. Probably like ramen noodles. Probably like the mm. classic stuff. But like the instant noodles. Yeah, I. The only reason that I remember that is because. I one time I was drunk and I poured the hot water on my hand and like really severely burned myself. And so maybe that's just like a trauma response. And it's the only thing that I'm thinking. of. And when you got to the hospital, were you killing it? I didn't actually go to the hospital because my my roommate for some reason had like a burn ointment. And so I just slapped that on. But I don't know. I don't I don't recall. I don't, like maybe I didn't. Eat poorly. You were fasting, maybe. You were... <laughs> <laughs> maybe I didn't eat. That's not true because I for sure got fat. So, but that was maybe the something. booze. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, uh, so okay, okay. You don't remember eating? <laughs> didn't eat in university. <laughs> yeah. that, it was that on a pita, pita, uh, chicken Caesar pita. That was the go-to. Oh, the bar move right there. Yeah, Caesar. Yeah, we, yeah. That I we had a pita pit right by us, and we used to go get pita. Yeah, some in the lines. My too. consumption of like. Caesar dressing over the years, like teenagers. Oh, sandwiches. Oh, that's okay. Now it's like, as an adult, never. Like, but like Caesar salads would be the go-to salad, and like exactly chicken Caesar wraps. Oh, I you, love Caesar yeah, you never. You oh, I love Caesar a Caesar anymore? salad. No, oh. extra, I mean, it's like it's the same thing as eating some fries almost. We literally had a Caesar salad the other day. So you guys are living good. <laughs> You're living good. No, you and I. See, I don't remember. I was in there. I was in my car as a kid. <laughs> we had chick things and Caesar salad. That wasn't us. You're thinking of somebody else. <laughs> Um, no, Jamie Sandwich. In Lethbridge, Alberta, they have Jamie Sandwich at, at Backstreet Pub. And it was 
you you'd make you choose your toppings and they'd make you a pizza yep so they make like a little personal sized pizza and then they'd cut the pizza and put mayo mm. tomatoes lettuce squish the pizza pizza sandwich oh mayo on pizza yeah good that's like what would that be on tea pizza but no oh, yeah. it was so it was so good because it was like a pizza sandwich, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I look. I'm not gonna scoff it. I eat a, sa- a spaghetti sandwich. Sounds yeah. almost as good. Yeah, spaghetti sandwich is like a little bit weirder. <laughs> For you, you're having a pizza sandwich with mayo and tomato in the between. Oh, so good, Jamie sandwich. Rest in peace, Jamie. Got scammed, lost all his money. <laughs> is that true? He picked up the phone, moved to Nigeria, found out he was a prince. If I ever get so rich that I can spare a couple million dollars, I'm going to try and scam somebody. But like, in a good way. Legitimately, I love that. So you're gonna call them, I'm and the, you're the inheritance. Yeah, you like, are a prince. You won, you won this. But it's real. Draw. Yeah, but it's real. But I like. You know what's bad it. about this? That's gonna get out, and like this person actually got the million dollars, and then you're gonna create a whole <laughs> army of people getting scammed. Yeah, you're just gonna be the old old person from Squid Games. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so rich oh, that you're yeah, making people fight to the death for your money. Which season well, two? Like, I probably won't make people fight to their death. Well, probably. It doesn't start off like that. <laughs> you Why do you say off. probably? Well, I don't know. It's a good scam. <laughs> it's a good scam. I'll just call your dad. <laughs> That's a good idea. He'll be there. He can Don't buy- ask him for his social insurance number, though, because you won't get it. <laughs> he doesn't know it. That's our show, everybody. Thank you very much, Jenna Woods, Scott Yamamura. Like and subscribe. Click that follow on, uh, on Spotify. I don't think you need to do that anymore. I don't think people need do to, they say, like, to say that. I don't think so. All right, I think people don't, understand how the internet works now. If you like, like the show, you know how to find it. Exactly. <laughs> don't click like or subscribe. Don't even, you won't hear me say it again because it bothers Scott. <laughs> well, it's just, they, they don't want you to say it. They I don't it. like saying it. I hate it. when you say Nobody it. Nobody likes saying it. Yeah, it makes me like you All less. Right, I'm not going to say it. Don't like, don't subscribe or else. <laughs> now that's a good psychological trick. Tell people not to do something. We're do scamming it. our audience. <laughs> This has been a Pagliacci podcast.